are American hacktivists about to launch cyber attacks to protest the Donald Trump presidency, and the story behind the biggest known breach in history. These stories and more coming up on the ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro. Yahoo is warning users that it has discovered a three-year-old breach that puts the data of 1 billion users at risk. We'll hear more from our data breach expert, Matthew Schwartz, in a moment. But first, we start off with the observations from some IT security experts about disgruntled voters who see the ascendancy of Donald Trump to the presidency as an excuse to launch cyber attacks against U.S. government sites. Tom Kellerman is chief executive of the venture capital firm Strategic Cyber Ventures. He's a former member of the Commission on Cybersecurity for the 44th Presidency and a global fellow at the think tank, the Wilson Center. And Kellerman predicts some disillusioned American citizens will turn toward hacktivism to unleash their fury at Trump. He says these actions might swell the ranks of anonymous and develop alternative organized hacktivist crews. Other security experts in private discussions agree with Kellerman's assessment that the government could be targeted by discontented Americans, perhaps as early as Inauguration Day on January 20th. We'll see. Kellerman also contends Trump's criticism of China could serve to usher in a new era of Chinese hacking. And though not necessarily tied to Trump, Kellerman sees what he characterizes as the cyber caliphate and al-Qaeda demonstrating an advancement in their cyber campaigns. None of this, at least yet, rises to the level of cyber war. But another highly regarded IT security expert sees cyber war as something that could happen sooner than later. My ISMG colleague, executive editor Marianne Kolbasak-McGee, reports. Cyber attacks emanating from China and Russia have targeted businesses as well as critical infrastructure and governments. Experience Michael Bremer sees those attacks escalating to cyber war in the coming year. We'll see at least one large attack coming from one of the entities outside of the United States that's going to be officially crossing the line where war is declared, there will be countermeasures taken by the United States or even offensive measures to protect itself, and that's going to be a first-time event in our history. Rumor is clear that such a conflict would remain in cyberspace and not involve kinetic action. And Bremer sees foreign adversaries seeking to disrupt America's critical infrastructure, including healthcare. But we're also seeing nation states focus in on the healthcare sector, one for business disruption, also because of the geopolitical nature of the Affordable Care Act, and it may continue depending on what the new administration does with the Affordable Care Act and its potential repeal. And generally, we'll also see some larger international data breaches and what we've seen with the expansion of, of health care outside of the United States. Healthcare attacks internationally should rise as well. Healthcare is primed to attract the most sophisticated attackers in cyberspace. One reason, especially considering the relatively small nature of many healthcare providers and business associates, is that these organizations don't have the financial wherewithal to build effective cyber defenses. The data also maintained by healthcare organizations tend to have a greater value to hackers than information in other sectors. Medical IDs are about five times more valuable than identity strings with only SSNs and without the medical information. 
You continually have weaker defenses combined with a distributed network, which makes healthcare institutions as well as even business associates more susceptible for attack. There continues to be a lack of backup devices. Bremer says one of the most effective ways to defend against attacks, whether from a cyber war, ransomware, or other digital assault, is for organizations to share threat information within their own sectors. Cybersecurity is not something that should be used as a competitive advantage within the same industry. It should be used as a, a tool to bring people together to share information and to be able to help protect the, the larger industry itself. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Marianne kolbesak You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. Now we hear more about the breach at Yahoo, which exposed 1 billion users' records. Joining me to discuss what is the largest known breach is Data Breach Today editor Matt Schwartz. Hi, Matt. Hi, Eric. I say known breach because this hack occurred three years ago, but wasn't revealed until this week. In fact, Yahoo's chief information security officer, Bob Lord, says Yahoo has not been able to identify the intrusion associated with the theft of the 1 billion records. Coming to light now, more than three years after the intrusion occurred, signifies that there could be other large breaches, perhaps even larger ones, that have occurred. We just don't know, right? That's a great point. Now, it's also important to emphasize that unlike the 2014 breach that Yahoo warned us about, in September that involved 500 million user accounts that appeared to have been stolen, at least, could have been more. In this breach, up to 1 billion users were at risk. It's not clear how many of those users did have their information stolen. So we can definitely say that the data was potentially exposed. And that data included names, email addresses, telephone numbers, dates of birth, Alarmingly, also passwords hashed with the MD5 algorithm. That's a concern because it's not a very difficult algorithm generally to crack. Hence, anyone who is a Yahoo user since 2013 should assume that their passwords may have been compromised back in 2013. That's not a pleasant thought. Yahoo conducted a forensic investigation into the latest breach. What did it learn? Yahoo this week in its security update detailed a cookie forging attack. Cookies, as you probably know, are small pieces of code that you can be tracked, for example, by Yahoo. And when you go back to one of their sites, you don't have to log in again. Apparently, attackers figured out how to reverse engineer this code so that they could build a cookie that would fool Yahoo into thinking that it was a user that they had picked. Even though they didn't know the user's password, that allowed attackers to gain access to Target's Yahoo accounts. I've asked Yahoo how many were affected, but I haven't heard back yet. Is this an indication of the new sophistication of hackers? You so often hear about advanced, sophisticated attacks. What I think is interesting about this is cookies are very unsophisticated pieces of code. There's no reason why this attack should have worked. And Yahoo says that it's now put additional security measures in place to make sure that no one can forge these types of cookies. I don't think the related engineering would have been a challenge. It just appears to be an attack vector that Yahoo hadn't thought about. So I would say someone's very smart, but I don't know that this is necessarily a really sophisticated attack. Cookies have been around for ages. How you make them is well known. And someone was probably looking around for a potential way in and found a very elegant solution from an attack standpoint. What's the biggest unknown about this breach? Personally, I'd like to know where the information went. 
I'm less concerned about who stole it. I think if I was a betting person, I would say it was probably cyber criminals and they often come from Eastern Europe. That's not so relevant. What I'd like to know is what happened to the information, how much of it did get stolen, how has it been potentially monetized, so who has it bought and sold to, how long has it been being used, how many people reused their passwords and thus enabled attackers to log onto any other website where they use the same username and password combination. Those are some of the really interesting data points. I suspect that we might be getting more information about that in the coming weeks as more information about this attack comes to light. That's the ISMG Security Report. Our theme is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Eric Chabro. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.